Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC Studios, here's your host, GoPowerCat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the Overtime. It's the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, your Friday fun day getaway from all the things that stress you out. And join us for an hour of stupidity. And I'm the perfect guy to lead the parade. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Midnight Carmody, and Gils Gilbert here from the Dog Fart Center. Man, I cut out almost all the dog references from last week because they didn't weave into the podcast, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They interrupted the podcast, but Daphne got us started as we were hitting the record button with a prolonged fart, and she looked at the ceiling like, what was that? Where'd that come from? (laughs) That's my child. Although, I think if you're really a responsible person, you own your own farts. I think that set a tone right there. I'm kind of proud of those ahs. Hey, everyone, we're sponsored by The Fridge. Make sure you stop into The Fridge whenever you're in Manhattan, Kansas. Just quite of the way. Just drive here. It's like a vacation spot for your liver. Guys, I, I made it into The Fridge this week. It was kind of exciting. I had to go buy some beer, bought some manly beer, some Pacifico, and some Big Wave. <clears throat> Not real manly, but I enjoy my Mexican and Hawaiian beers and got some wine for a wedding gift. Very, very exciting. And also, our artificial intelligence voiceover guy lasted two episodes of the podcast before a buddy who does voice work contacted me and said, hey, I'll do that for you. And I didn't know he did voice work. So, my buddy Andrew's now heard on the PowerCat podcast, just volunteered. He's a regular listener. So, thank you, Andrew. We appreciate it very much. Sounds much better than fake Billy Joey, whatever his name was. So strange. Okay, we should probably get rolling with the Powercat Pocket. It doesn't look like Zach even cares about what's going on right now. I'm zoned out. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Zach was off in another world. Lights are on, nobody's home. Let's get going. Last week I invested a lot of time and energy in finding parks and rec quotes. That ended up being a solid, solid find. What a great cast. If you look back now at that cast, it's like, wow, what a cast. I don't know what I'll do this week, but I'm sure I'll have fun doing it. And I hope you have fun listening to it. The podcast that's about absolutely nothing a podcast should be about, especially when it's a K-State sports podcast. Because do we have anything about K-State sports this week? Uh, I don't think so. There we go. Perfect. He's absolutely right. Here's your question, fella. Ryan Gilbert? Zach Carlson? Who's got it? 
Okay. Gills. Okay. Gills. Gills. First question of the overtime is from Dr. J54. If you could magically take some minor sport and make it as popular as football or basketball, which one would you choose? Uh, men's volleyball. No doubt. No, that's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Men's volleyball for me. I mean, I love the sport. What I love about the sport is it's kind of like soccer in that it requires different skill sets, you know, in many ways. Uh, you, you do things differently. You never really catch the ball, which we're kind of trained to do in most sports. And, you know, in footy, you use your feet and here you're passing and bumping and spiking and it's like you're playing with a hot potato that you can violently hit at an opponent and injure them with. What you did really hurt me. I love volleyball. So, yeah, mine's a no-brainer. I'm going Formula One. It's not really a minor sport. Hold on. That'd be a college sport? We'd have a Formula One team? Sure. I mean, K-State does build cars. There's some club that does almost Formula cars, I think. Some Something. One time they did. They've built cars before, but I don't think we were talking just college. Shouldn't the university, I know they have these kind of things, but I think maybe making a electric car racing league among universities would be kind of cool. Be, exp- be expensive, man. But it would actually be promoting your education. Can you imagine if, if a bunch of students at Kansas State or some other engineering school developed some breakthrough battery technology? Or, or how to maximize the use of energy out of your battery. I don't want to break this to you, Fitz, but it already exists. I know. Not for college, but Formula Formula E exists. I don't know what some freshman in his dorm room can do to <laughs> <laughs> to create in a better ta- attack mode for a, a racing league that exists. I was going to go a little bit more um, less smart and just say dodgeball. Brilliant. <laughs> oh. I would love to see competitive dodgeball. Could you That's imagine? Actually, a That's really a good cool one. idea. Would you want to see Jordan Wicks playing dodgeball against, I mean, think of somebody like, I don't even know, from KU, like basketball player. from. Could you, would you like to see Jordan Mitch. Wicks <laughs> hit Mitch Lightfoot in the face with a dodgeball? You know how amazing that would be? Would it, would it <laughs> cause any damage? Or would he look even more funny? <laughs> I, that's a great idea. Dodgeball. I actually think dodgeball could be a sport. It should be. I mean, it is, but I think it could be a legitimate sport because you'd have different roles. You know, you got the Dodgers and the catchers and the pitchers and the. You could run plays. Yeah, you could. Distraction plays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are there official rules for dodgeball? Because I always felt whenever we, in the high school we'd play dodgeball, the rules were always just different from whichever teacher well, you had. I think that's true, but I think there's probably a dodgeball laws of the club. Game. There's probably club teams. I don't know if there's like an organized. I'm sure there's intramural, but I don't think there's an organized league. Hmm. This is start a league and do a professional draft. I'm going to submit nothing. this. I'm going to submit this to like the because there is a national college. Club Sports Association. I'm going to submit this idea to them. I wonder what a dodgeball court technically is in size. That's a good question. I mean, could you play it on a basketball court, but the back line would be like the free throw line forward? Have like center court be where the the balls are, and right. then you, yeah. Huh. 
What kind of balls would you use? Would you use like a kickball as the dodgeball or would you use like one of the foamy? I would use a kickball. Lightweight balls that spin like crazy and no. you can't you kickball. do a proper kickball. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that. It's got to be a. Because it's got to be able to bounce. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think you need your own balls. I mean, you need like I don't want something like the size of a soccer ball that. Yeah, you need something that you can really get your hand on. A volleyball. And maybe even a little bit smaller than that. Really? But not the foam versions that we're talking no, about that no, are like no. squishy? Guys, I want it to hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want something at stake here. What did they use in the movie Dodgeball? Were those like kickballs? They were kickballs. Yeah. See, it's got th- that hurts. Is ESPN Plus like ESPN the Ocho? No, they run the Ocho on certain days. I, I remember that. Out yeah. of the year. They'll just say, hey. Ocho Day on ESPN U or News or Two or whatever. K State's jerseys could look like um, Globo gyms. Yeah. Could you I imagine? I think there's something to be said about this. Official dodgeball rules, International Dodgeball Association. Folks, it's not just national, it's international. There's a federation. That Very means nice. they've got a Canadian team. Um, I'm not going to read them. General rules maximum of six players, minimum of two. Of two females. Oh, that's co-ed. See, uh, mm. I think just like volleyball, I think you need to separate it out here. I mean, yeah, okay. Opening rush. The rules of play. I want a court size. Where's the court size? It, it, mm, up, mm, up. Boy, there's a lot of rules. Maybe dip. in my next life, I'm going to become a dodgeball official. Dip, dive, duck, dodge, and dodge. Uh, my least favorite thing about dodgeball is when you run up at the the beginning. Oh, I hate that. You're supposed to run back, but then people will just try sniping people right on the line. It's like, that's not how, like, that's not how yeah, this works. You work. have to run back. You have to run back. You can't just, yeah. you just can't get somebody out because you got to the ball first. It's You get your balls, you go back, and you reset. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's Balls what I hate must about touch playing. the back wall before they are live. So you got to go to the front court. Yep. Go touch the back wall. So that's a problem. You need a back wall. We could just touch the line. Have a referee back there. Or just put it in a hockey rink with no ice. That would work. That's a little big, though, for six mm-hmm. people. I, I don't see any measurements. Maybe it's like let's maybe make it's like court. soccer. You can just make up your own within a certain range. Like baseball. Like you baseball got a whole field. Yeah. You yeah. got a big yard, you got a small yard, you got high walls, low walls. I like it. Let's do it. Let's form this, guys. We're gonna stop this podcast <laughs> right now and begin this project to have dodgeball at the college level. What's Gills's sport oh. to get back to this question? Might be better. Fitz, guess what I did last night? Played dodgeball. I played volleyball. You did? Yeah. So that'd be my answer. I love volleyball. Where at? Fun. We went to City Park, and mm-hmm. it was full. That's where we usually go. But the sand courts? Yeah. And then we went to the rack. That was full. So we went to one of the courts by the dorms. But we go once or twice a week. It's a lot of fun. It's a good workout, and it's a good team sport. It's encouraging that all those courts were full. Mm-hmm. It was nice as heck. There's always Monday. people there. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling uh, Midnight here that... I was never good in the sand because I just am too slow footed. I get bogged down. I love sand. I love diving around, getting dirty. Well, I would dive around, slid into a wall once. It wasn't good. Yeah. Volleyball is a violent sport when played correctly. 
it's one of those things you become when you play competitive volleyball, you become an elitist. Like you go and people are like, hey, Fitz, you play volleyball. I wanna, yeah, yeah, we're having a picnic. Let's play. No, I don't want to do that crap. I want to hurt someone. Mm-hmm. I want to humiliate you. I don't want to dink it over the net. Well, that's about all I can do now because I can't jump. But, you know, you get my point here. Yeah. Okay. Gills, I like your answer. Midnight won the category. (laughs) Maybe I'll win the next category. From a wag cat, name your guilty pleasure sport. You can get creative here, but mine are women's roller derby. And he adds banked tracks. Get that weak-ass flat track garbage out of here. And if it counts, monster truck rallies. I would hmm. like to point out that he used dollar signs yeah. and the word ass. So that's Fitz's job to bleep it out. But. Ah, hell with it. Yeah. But he's in Texas, man. That's big crap in Texas. Roller derby? Roller derby's big what? in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look that one up. Is that why they have so many Sonic drive-ins? Oh, I see what you did there. Roller derby. Yeah, they get a whole, like, league. A whole league? A real league? TXRD, Texas Roller Derby. Wow. Is there one in Kansas? I have no idea what women's roller derby is. Me? You don't know what roller derby? No. You roll around on skates. Knock each other over, and you've got a a person that you score points by passing. They they have a ball? Or is it just a pass? They don't have a ball. It's just... Someone's sure. someone's the passer or whatever. You're the, rolling around, you're rolling having around. a grand old time, and there's a winner and a it, loser. It was originally the uh, a form of wrestling in which it was kind of staged, but it has real rules, and so they do actually now play it competitively and knock the crap out of each other. It's most commonly done with females. It is possibly the best thing to potentially ever happen to anyone anywhere in the history of the universe. So, I don't know. It's not a bad idea. Do, do you, you guys, I mean, you talk about Formula One, so it's not really secret, but we're all kind of embarrassed for you. No offense. None taken. But um, <laughs> you should be embarrassed by how much I spent on Formula One uh, trading cards the other day. Oh, for God. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to admit to how much I spent on this podcast. In my head, I thought that was really, really cool. My favorite thing ever I've done in my brief newspaper career was I was on deadline and we had to fill in something like something didn't come in on time. So I had to put a sidebar in, you know, which is literally a long skinny story, but it was about the Kentucky Derby. So I put a mug shot of a horse. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of having like the coach's picture, you know, his head and shoulders picture, there's a horse. It's it's hard to fit it into that shape too. They got an odd face. To try to get into a mugshot, but yeah. Okay, Zach, I'm, I'm thinking horse trading cards next for you. Horse trading cards. Horse trading cards. It wouldn't surprise me if they did it. And those would probably sell pretty well. Cards are selling hot right now. My guilty pleasure sport is the UFC. Come get a taste. Rick, where'd you get a hand grenade? I don't know. I love the UFC. Did you watch this weekend? You buy it? I did not buy it. That's, but you watched it? I, I did. You okay. We get it. Mm. Mm. Get I was at... What, what, what do you like the most about the UFC? Oh, it's just... Especially with people there now. Yeah. It's just... I just like it because you just sit there, you get drunk, and you just go, oh! Every time somebody gets hit. Like watching a bar fight. It, it's pretty much. Did you hear about O'Malley's the other day, Cole? I'm sure you guys didn't, but mm-hmm. there was a big fight and there's a big, big old crack... 
in the front door of O'Malley's. No Continue. way. Continue. Yeah. I learned one thing since I've been here. You got to fight for your right to party. Mm, I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. I think UFC, especially women's UFC, that is like the the best one. Those women are badasses. They are insane. And all my friends said, that, "Oh, I'd be able to beat, I'd be able to beat her up." I'm like, "You would last ten seconds in an octagon with that woman." Let, let me ask him a serious question: What do you have to gain by doing this? No. Either you win and you're a craphead for doing it, or you get your ass kicked and you don't hear the end of it. There's nothing to gain by that whole thought. Why, as a man, do you need to even think that? Well, I could kick her ass. Well, congratulations, <laughs> fantastic. I'm proud of you. Gills, mm. you like volleyball? Yeah. I I, I, I really love watching women's volleyball. High level women's I volleyball. Yep. I mean, I, when K-State had a good year, I watched quite a bit of volleyball. It's, it's kind of fun. I can't wait for them to have their own facility. I'm trying to win the lottery so it can be the Fitz. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> doing my Fitz best. Dome. <laughs> But I, I want this to be a multi-purpose facility where you can have little concerts in it, too. I want, I want it to serve more than just volleyball. I want people to be able to go see a concert in the Fitz. That's an amazing name. The Fitz? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I did used to watch wrestling a few years ago pretty regularly. But this year was the first WrestleMania I didn't even bother watching. I'm... I watch. Usually, I'll at least tune into WrestleMania. I used I to have the like, Wrestle Guys, care. you know, like when you're when I was a kid, like yeah, the little plastic, yeah. plastic action figures. The Wrestle Guys; those are the guys that I. That's the only way that I know anything about wrestling. When the Olympics roll around, I'll watch some curling. I love bobsled. Oh yeah, I do love bobsled. I'm not gonna lie; I've looked at uh, the combine numbers uh, for going and doing skeleton and bobsled. Mm-hmm. I'd be lying if I didn't at least think about. You know, if I trained a little bit, I could do decent numbers. Hmm. That's interesting. You actually think that. Yeah. Uh, you, get uh, to, you get to throw the shot put underhand with two hands. I think I can. I think I could launch a, a shot put. Yeah, whatever. Water polo? I enjoy watching water polo during the Olympics. I can't swim. This is so. drowning. I uh, No. Well, I don't want to play it, but I don't know. I think it's kind of a cool sport. Okay, yeah, we pretty much covered this. <laughs> From Contra Cat, what was your favorite crappy TV sports or sports adjacent content? Oh, absolutely. Wipeout, American Gladiators, American Ninja Warrior, or Road Rules, etc. I go back uh, further than that, Contra. I'm very old. I enjoyed, uh, what was it? Uh, Challenge of the Network Stars? That's not right. Um, Ch- yeah, Ch- something, Challenge of the TV Network Stars? Yeah. Yeah. It was called the Battle of the Network Stars. Forget, if you will, the Olympic Games, Monday Night Football Championship fights. Conjure instead with the notion of Wonder Woman on the obstacle course. Kojak anchoring the tug of war. Farrah Fawcett Majors trying to be Sandra Palmer. Jimmy Walker spiking it for the point in volleyball. Barbara Parkins moving 
from captains and the kings to crash helmet and bicycle. Damon Wilson essaying the role of Jack Nicholas. Adrian Barbeau of Maud meeting every physical challenge. Yes, it's the most unique sports competition in history. The stars of primetime television buying for almost $400,000 and pride and self-respect. We call it the Battle of the Network Stars. I think we need more of that. I think Wipeout would be fun if it was people you knew. Cole's excited. What do you got there? Um, <clears throat> have either one of you ever heard of the most extreme elimination challenge? Which is bad. It's uh, so bad. Yes. That is the greatest show on earth. I will go back and YouTube and just watch it, and the quality is awful. But it is the funniest thing in the world. Was, Do I need used to, to be explain on, it used to, you? to be on Spike, like early 2000s on Spike. It was a Japanese show called Something Something Castle or some – I don't know. It, it's this – it's like Wipeout in Japan, but <laughs> they dubbed it over with English commentary and just made fun of everybody. That's great. It's, it's amazing. You, you would enjoy it. Yes. I mean, let's not forget during the pandemic, I got into marble racing. I think that's the ultimate gamble right there. I think someone in Vegas should set up live marble racing. Yeah. Fitz, do you have Tubi? Uh, no. What, how do you spell that? T-U-B-I. Tubi. Yeah, no, you don't have it. I mean, we have it, but I don't ever watch it. Oh, you oh, have so it. you can watch it. Yeah, yeah. that's what you get the uh, Hallmark on, right? Most Extreme no. Elimination no. Challenge, you can get every single episode for free on Tubi. Well, that's interesting. So. Tubi. See, our neighbors started streaming, and I'm like, dude, there's free networks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to, they cut their cables, so they're trying to, yeah. like, go get Pluto, man. Tubi's free, too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Now I'm gonna have to get to see. I'm gonna have to get this. This is just amazing. Any other? Weird I do things? wonder if MXC could like the way that it was run on on Spike. If no that way. would if it would get canceled today. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. Like I think hundred percent. Everyone would be like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. It's so politically but, incorrect. Well, I mean that eliminates the supermodel deep sea fishing that ESPN briefly had. So that was even not. That went too far back in the early 2000s. One season of supermodel deep sea fishing. Great concept for like a bar channel. Guys would just be sitting there. Chive TV. Look at her. Yeah. Chive TV has stolen my idea. That's basically what it is. Stuff you can watch in a bar. You don't need the sound. It's just people getting racked or boobs. Have you watched the new Wipeout? No, I don't. With John Cena? No. It's terrible. I don't really watch Wipeout. I watched the original Wipeout, and it was pretty funny. But this Wipeout with John Cena is just absolutely Doesn't Rob Riggle commentate like a putt-putt thing Yes, with Steph Curry. That looks okay. I need to. It was pretty stupid. Oh, my God. That was something I watched in the 70s. Putt-putt would come on on Saturdays. You have the putt-putt champion. They had a tour. I think it's legit, too. Yeah. I think now with as technical as you can make things, I think you can make some pretty cool putt-putt courses. Oh, whatever. Nobody I do enjoy uh, the recent trend of YouTubers thinking they're boxers <laughs> and having fights. Thank you for talking about this. Oh, I don't know about this. Oh, you what? don't? No. So there was – back on Vine, there were some Viners called Jake and Logan Paul, and they were both – you know, they, they were on right Vine. They moved, they moved to, on to YouTube, and they had decent success there. Like a lot of Viners did. They moved to YouTube, and they had a lot of success. But, you know, eventually somehow them and another YouTuber who actually was on YouTube, KSI, him and Logan Paul had a fight, and 
you know, it was, I think it ended the first one ended in a draw. All these fights have ended somewhat suspiciously. Um, the first one ended in a draw. The second one ended, I think KSI won. And then, but Jake was on the undercard and he was fighting. And now Jake's done some fights in this last weekend. He fought, or it was, maybe it was two weeks ago. He fought Ben Askren, who was a, a, UFC, an, a UFC fighter. And he beat him in like what? 40 seconds or something. Just knocked yeah. him out. It was a technical knockout, you know, the the ref probably did make the right decision, but the fight you know, before just, he fought Nate Robinson, yeah, the basketball and he player. knocked him out. Um, but Logan's going to be fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, but like it's just fascinating to me that these they claim they make all this money, and Dana White is upset. You know, they asked Dana White at UFC this weekend about you know Jake Paul, and they're like, all those numbers he's claiming are fake. You know, he's a fake fighter. He's hurting the sport. Whatever. He's like, dude, look at my paycheck. Like, this is how much I made from this pay per view, and we sold you know 1.7 or 2 million pay per view buys. I mean, once Logan fights Floyd, <laughs> that was supposed to happen earlier, and it got pushed back. I think it's coming up in the next couple months, but it'll be. Did one of those guys get in trouble? Fight. Yeah, I mean, they got in they're trouble. All, I mean, they're all... No, no, no. They got in trouble because they filmed... They went to, like, a Japanese forest. That was Logan. And Logan's had a... For for, oh, for what yeah. Logan did, he has had an amazing recovery, I guess, from that PR nightmare. And he actually is... He has a solid podcast now. Yeah. Like, he's, he he's pretty much yeah. redeemed himself. Jake Paul, on the other hand... I don't like Loser, Jake. moron. I like Logan. Bunch of allegations against him. Jake was the one that fought this weekend. Jake was... This Jake's the loser, weekend. in my eyes. Logan... Older, redeem himself. Okay, in my opinion. There you go. Glad you guys care about that, I listeners. Don't. Me and Fitz are on the same page. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you guys? Uh, I guess. I guess Cole and I are going to watch the Floyd and, and Logan fight. <laughs> and split it. Me and Fitz will be at Tanner's while you guys watch that. Right. <laughs> Maybe it'll be on at Tanner's. <laughs> then we're leaving. From I do leave when UFC comes on, and I don't mind UFC. I've enjoyed watching it, but UFC in a bar. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Get me the hell out of here. These really? dudes are like, yeah, man, now let's fight each oh, other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, shut up. There's, God. I want to say that the Buffalo Wild Wings in town, probably, I mean, this is probably like seven or eight years ago. I think we were trying to see UFC 200. Or, there was a decent fight that was on it that was going to be on, and we asked Buffalo Wild Wings, and they're like, nah, everybody fights. Like, we can't. So I think Tubby's bought it, so we just watched it at Tubby's. Yeah, Tubby's was famous for that. My favorite UFC guy was Anderson Silva. Okay. What a badass. I think DC Daniel Cormier has always been my favorite. And he retired. He was actually a fighter. He was a, you know, he was an Olympic wrestler, national champion. He's on commentary now, right? Yep. He also went to Colby Community College. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's move on. Really? No. Let's keep talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> the humans will be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The ads are done. Speak humans. From Chris66204, which sport do you excel at the most, and how bad do you think you would have gotten beaten in your prime by the worst professional player in that sport? Okay, well, I was telling you this story uh, earlier. Our fraternity had a a really good volleyball team. We won back-to-back university student championships because there was a faculty team that kicked everyone's ass because the former... Women's volleyball coach at Kansas State was a guy named Scott Nelson when I was in school in the 80s. And Scott was supposed to be on the 76 Olympic team that boycotted the Olympics. He was an Olympic world-class volleyball player. And I'm telling you, for a bunch of kids in Kansas that did not grow up playing volleyball that learned in college, we were pretty good. I mean, we were beating international student teams. We were good. Scott Nelson was like going up like LeBron showed up at the rec. It was unbelievable how much better. The old rec, I, I don't know, I haven't been in the rec since the latest remodel, but you know, it's got that high ceiling. He could hit a ball over the net, straight down inside the six foot line, and put it into the rafters. It would hit the ceiling. He broke someone's arm that blocked a hit. It was It was so far out of my understanding how someone could jump that high and hit a ball with that much force. It was terrifying to watch, let alone to be on the court with. So, yeah, there's a huge gap. But I do wish, I really do wish I had grown up in a place, you know, on a beach maybe, where I played it from my earliest years because I do think – when I was in shape, that was going to be, that could have been my sport. But yeah, that's a whole different world. I, I probably at my apex, if I'd played volleyball competitively my whole life, would have been D2. Define professional, I guess. Does it have to be in a top league? I don't think so. Because like I play golf and I'm sure there's a professional out there that considers themselves, thems- I mean, that they they are truly, they have been paid at one time to play play golf and they are not an amateur I think I could beat them today and I'm not that great of a golfer. Like I think that there are people that are quote unquote pros, but I mean, the best analogy is back when I was in high school, I did play golf with someone who is on the PGA tour. Now, Michael Gellerman. And quite frankly, he's, you know, he's not one of the best players. I mean, I think he's probably 600 in the world or something, but back then he was beating me by at least 10 strokes around. So that's probably the the, the best comparison. You've been to, PGA events though. Yeah. When that ball comes off the tee box, it doesn't look like anything you see at a club. No. It's unbelievable how the ball erupts off the club face. But at the same time, being on a golf course and seeing pros play it and just like putting yourself next to it, you're kind of like, you know, I could go out there and reasonably put up a, a solid day, or at least I think that in my head. I know that the greens are super fast and and tough, but like you look at a course and you're like, you know, like take Beth Page Black, for example, when I went two years ago to the PGA, you know, walking around that. She seems like like a nice lady. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's a public course. It's a tough course, but like I wouldn't say it's harder than Colbert. But when they're prepping that course for public play as opposed to PGA play, oh, it's yeah. probably the rough's thicker, the greens are shorter, faster. A little bit, but it's still Bethpage Black is still still a tough course yeah. as it is. But yeah, it's certainly tougher. But they also add on a whole bunch of distance. I mean, they're not playing the forward tees on a PGA event. Um, Gilbert? Mr. Gilbert, to you. Yeah, um, yeah there we go. <laughs> I just basketball. I don't have much to say about it. But I want to know. I wish the basketball courts would open at the rec for full on five on five. Okay. Well, if you don't have a top, if an answer to this question, then I do. Um, I'm going to take this question from two different sports. Okay. I'm going to start with. Football. So I'm going to – you said you played with somebody on the PGA Tour. Well, I played with um, Isaiah Simmons who plays for the Cardinals now in high school. And I was on scout team and he was playing safety. Every day in practice, let's just say that I didn't get my behind kicked. Now, did I get my bell rung a few times? Sure. But did I ever end up on my butt from him? No. Now, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. It means your teammates. <laughs> right. <laughs> but has he gotten better since then? A little bit. Have I gotten worse since then? Yes. So my point is, I don't think if I would have – I mean, I, I played a year of college football, so it was, it was NAI, inconsequential, whatever. I would have been able to play at the NAI school all four years and graduate and it have been fine. I would have ever played professionally, but, you know – Whatever. So that's that. For baseball, it's a little bit different because when I was in school, we played extremely competitively. And um, we went down to Houston and my junior year of high school, I hit a home run off of a kid who had committed to Alabama that morning in front of all these coaches. And so I came back in the dugout thinking I was the biggest person in the world. So I would go out on a limb and say that if I were to go up against a minor league pitcher right now, I think I would have a fairly decent chance at getting a hit. Just like ten pitches, how many are you hitting? How many are you putting? How many? How many balls are you getting contact on in ten pitches? Right-handed pitcher? Are you left-handed? Yeah. I don't know. Right, okay. Whatever. Whatever makes you feel the best. Make it as advantageous to you as possible, but this pitcher is throwing 93 miles an hour. It depends on his breaking stuff, but I think that if I saw 10, 10 straight fastballs at 93 and they were all strikes, I'd be able to be able to put six of them in play, six or seven of them in play, or at least make contact with them. But knowing it's a fastball and a strike is a big advantage. Right. I feel like we could ask Pete, and Pete would be like, Coley, get down here. Hey, I, got, I, I hope I got, he, I got some 93 miles an hour to put in your face. You're not I, hitting there's six. Some, there's some guys in the pen for K-State that I've gotten doubles off of in high school. So, Josh but Fleck, what's up? It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Yeah, I'm still in a little bit of play. Oh, wait, this, we've got a video brew in here. Cole versus college pitching. I hit, a, I, hit, kicked. I hit uh, two doubles off of uh, a girl who was throwing a bullpen in slow pitch last night, but it was fast pitch. She's on the club team. Nice. I hit doubles off of her. It made me feel good about myself. That's good. Congrats. That's good. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I'm so proud of you. 
from WAGCAT. Name the school in the other four Power Five conferences that are most similar to K-State overall. Sports, academia, culture, or anything else you want. Virginia Tech. I've ACC heard it is Virginia Tech. I've heard it over and over. Virginia Tech. Michigan State. I'm not sure. I'm, can we come back to Big Ten? Wisconsin? Because Pac-12 no? is definitely Oregon State or Washington State. Mm-hmm. Either of Washington those, State. Either of those are fine with me. SEC has got to be Arkansas. No, SEC's Auburn. Really? Second, yeah, second school. Second, it's a land grant school. One, two. Second, kind of takes second fiddle to Alabama. Yep. So absolutely. Auburn is Auburn and K State are are friends. Big. That's 10, why I like that series. Yeah. I wish we had a Virginia Tech series. Big Ten, I think it's Michigan Cancel State, it. but it. Uh, just because I'm kind of familiar with Michigan State, but it too is a land grant school. But maybe we're talking Indiana, Purdue, Purdue. Mm-hmm. Just because Indiana is the dominant school and Purdue is yeah. kind of the backseat school. Purdue's my main thought, probably. I don't like Michigan State because I think that Lansing's just too big of a yeah. of a city. It's not small by any means, and Michigan's obviously Detroit. And then all of the all of the other like main schools, you think Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, those are all KU type mm-hmm. schools. Yeah. They aren't K State type yeah. schools. So, I, so you're for sure on Auburn for the SEC? Oh, yeah, absolutely, hundred percenter. After being there, I covered a game there. Mm-hmm. It's K State. It's it's K State in the South. It it was a great series. It was a fun series. Was, Maybe Arkansas's second. Or I'd, actually, I'd probably put Mississippi State above Arkansas. That's true, too. Because Arkansas, again, is more dominant like right. throughout the whole Ozarkian era. Yeah. And there's really no other second school in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Big 12, Auburn, Oklahoma Mississippi State. State, maybe. Sorry. If we're making a Big 12 comparison, yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Yeah. 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 They're the same. Iowa State would be in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good Either question. Those. I like that one. Big Ten. I'm still flirting with Big Ten, though. I don't know. I don't know if there's any good comparison to the Big Ten. I don't feel good with Purdue, but that's probably closest if we're talking Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's not Ohio State. The, the problem you run into the Big Ten is they're typically in more populous areas. Even Iowa City mm-hmm. is more populous. I mean, Nebraska is a culture of its own. There's nothing really to compare it to. Um, but yeah, and, and bluntly put, they're known for their academics. Yeah. <laughs> we got to be honest here. Kansas State isn't known for that. Do they have excellent areas in ag and engineering? Of course, but overall, there's not a lot of, it's, oh, you went to Kansas State. It's <laughs> not Rutgers. I was going to yeah. hire someone from Yale, <laughs> but I'll have you. It's not Rutgers and it's not Maryland. No. Actually, Penn State. How about Penn State? Maybe a little bit on the bigger side, but yeah. I think Penn State is probably closer than Purdue. College towns, yep. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's good. Good question. Thanks, Wax. From Dr. J54, which schools other than Kansas do you just intensely dislike? <laughs> For me, it's Kentucky, UCLA, and Notre Dame. It's Mizzou. Okay. hate Mizzou. Yeah, I'm not a big – the only thing I like about Mizzou is they also hate Kansas. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah – Trying to think. I agree with Dr. Jed. Cannot stand Kentucky at all. I'm Ohio get, State for me. Yeah, I'm kind of Ohio State too because I a lot of Michigan family. So well, and I never liked Urban Meyer in the first place, and so when he went there, it just made it worse. I don't like Michigan or Ohio State. How about that? Ooh, mm-hmm. wow, that rivalry gets annoying. 
I don't like Rutgers. I think Rutgers, after visiting there um, and seeing their campus, I don't understand why anyone would ever go to Rutgers. It was the most hideous campus I've ever seen. It just doesn't seem to have any character or redeeming qualities. I don't know. I just don't like the East Coast. A lot of that, too. Syracuse, I've never liked. Well, well, why would you go to school in Canada? I don't understand. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, that, that pretty much covers it. I don't really, I mean, I'm not a big Alabama fan. I think Alabama's gotten tiresome, but I don't mind any of the SEC schools, really. I'd loved, I would have loved gone to Tennessee or LSU or Arkansas. I could have gone to all, any of those schools. Vanderbilt, after being there, screw them. I don't like South Carolina very much. Yeah. Is it just, they're weird. They don't really fit. They're never any good. <laughs> never care. any good. I, I don't, yeah, they made I don't, that Final Four. I'd be at Florida. Florida would be fine. I don't know. Let me ask this. Big 12 school other than KU. Iowa State. Mm, Big 12 school. Oh, Texas Tech. Yeah. I think I'm kind of with you. I, and I shouldn't have anything against them, but I do. I don't like where they're at. Why are you so far away? What are you up to out there? Why do I have to drive through an American desert to get to your city? It's like having, it's the Hawaii, but a desert island of the Big 12. You have to travel so far to get there. And then when you get there, you're like, crap, I'm here. I totally hear you. Um, I also don't like what you're saying. And then they're kind of jerks. Texas Tech fans are Mizzou fans, but with tortillas. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. And honestly, Baylor. Baylor. I'd, I'd put Baylor up above Texas Tech. I probably. think so, too. Why haven't we named Texas at all? They're no, harmless. Texas. Mm. There might be a lot of them. There might be a few that are outspoken, but it's just... It's Texas. Nobody I guess, agrees. I guess the fans might be nice, but... They're, but they're, they're arrogant, and they're numerous... But if you ever deal with them, they're like, ah, I'm not that invested. They're like, yeah, yeah I just, I have an orange shirt. Yeah. I, I mean, go to a game. They're all Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you want to hate them, but then you meet them and like, all right, all right, all right. I mean, they're all right. They're, but they're not like long horns. You know? It's enjoyable to make fun of Nobody them. agrees with me on Iowa State. Yeah. I'm okay with them. Yeah, okay. I, I just, just I like making fun of them. Yeah. They're so you think K Staters are thin skinned. Wow, I yeah. State fans are thin skinned. Yeah. But yeah, Baylor I I'm not over the sexual abuse, the sex, sexual misconduct stuff. I'm not over it. I don't think they handled it well. I think they just handled it let's let's wait. Let's get some time here. When people start to forget. Well, we haven't forgotten. It was ugly. It was horrible. And on top of that, you claim to be a religious institution. Mm. That really bothered me, and it still does. I would have kicked him out of the Big 12 in a heartbeat. I really would have. It was embarrassing to the to be associated with them. It's not like it was a few rogue students. It was ingrained in their culture. So, yeah, that really bothered me. That doesn't make me like them any less. I, I don't like Baylor that much, and that scandal doesn't – it didn't move the needle much for me. <laughs> that's they were how, already that bad. That, that's how bad it was. 
That's a, I mean, it's like saying, well, I don't mind Baylor, despite the raping. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, you can't get over that. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. What were we talking about? From KNED, are you good with new credit cards without raised numbers on the front? Does anybody besides Fitz know why there are numbers raised to begin with? Yeah, I know. Do they know? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, talk it out. Explain it. Is it for blind people? Uh, Keep talking. So they can feel it and know what it is without seeing it? God, this is a cultural thing. Kanan, this is a great question. Uh, I'm glad we got uh, young guys on this podcast. I'm just glad that I'm not on the young guy side. (laughs) Well, well, we had one at the office. We never hardly used it. I don't think I ever saw it there. We We had one. Hmm. So I'm going to assume the raised numbers are the ones that like you can you scroll your finger over and you can feel the bumps on them. So like Braille, do you know how Braille works? Yeah, I know how Braille works. Do you think they do numbers? Do like are there numbers in Braille? Yeah. So what? Why are credit card numbers raised? That's that's what so you we can't said. Steal? But those aren't Braille. That's those are just numbers. Yeah, the Braille numbers yeah. are different than numbers. What the heck? Please explain. <laughs> Well, we didn't have little terminals connected to the internet. We didn't have the internet. You had a carbon oh, paper so you, thing. Have you ever watched slide. Home Alone 2? Nope. Lost in New York? It'd slide this thing across the carbon paper, and it would it would copy the raised numbers through the carbon paper. So you had a mm. – that's how you had receipts. And then you had to total all those in and enter them in later. I've never had to do that, but I've seen them – Used. I think there was. They had one at Chipotle a couple. It's probably like three or four years ago. I went into Chipotle and they're like, "Yeah, our credit card machine's down." And I'm like, "Well, how's?" And they got this machine out. And I'm like, "Well, how's that going to work?" You know that half the people here don't have cards that have raised numbers. Why? Why did you think that was a good idea in 2000 whatever year it was? Yeah, it doesn't 16, make sense. 17. Why would it was like it was like you're gonna have to write all those down? Why wouldn't you have one of those? Uh, what's the thing that all small businesses use now? The thing square you put square, yeah. Just those. Yeah. Yeah, but Knet, I got a Apple card now that is metal and it's freaky. It and doesn't have numbers on it. There's nothing on it. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna mention that. We both have Apple cards. There's no numbers on it. You have to go into your Oh, you've got one. Look at you. I have one that's raised and one that's not raised. Look at you guys. Hmm. How cute. Yep, that's so that the little thing. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. Credit card credit card machine yeah whatever it was at the time but yeah you got to get onto your little you have to have your iphone out if you want your card number on your apple card but yeah it's just a white chunk of metal that sounds satisfying when you clink it i'm still getting used to the machines where you can just tap your your card onto i've never actually done that that makes me feel better. I did it at uh, the guy at UPS store just down the road here. I went in there. I started putting it. Oh, you got a card. Just tap and just set it down. Tap and there it goes. Because the main credit card I use doesn't have that technology in it. Hmm. A couple of them do have a little chip in them that you can do, go go wireless. But I've never actually uh, old people use them. Anyone old out there listening to this, if you don't have a wallet that is what is it, RF what is it? RFID RFID blocking. Go get it. Go get it. Because if I have a reader, I could walk up to you, scan your back pocket, and capture all your credit cards. It's real. It, it's a new form of fraud. So 
Yeah, I went and got a money clip that when you put it in there, it'll block the signal. Hmm. Interesting. But I like putting in the you know the hotel car key card keys that you don't have to slide. Mm-hmm. You know, Hiltons are mostly just tap it. I like putting it in my wallet and just going dink. Yeah, <laughs> open the door. I don't have to take my well, card out. <laughs> the the really freaky thing is now Hilton has the app. Yeah, I mean, it just puts a gives you the signal. You just go to your phone and app and it opens your door for you. I like that noise. That's yeah. that's a new sound effect. Yeah. But that's kind of cool because like if your wife went up to the room, your wife's went up to the room and she forgot her card, you can do it off your phone and boom, open it up. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's that. Thank you, K Ned, for making us all feel old. Last question of the pod is from Exhausted Nihilist. Oh, he's got to be really tired at this point. Mm-hmm. He's been exhausted for years. <laughs> I don't know, he's man. Tired. Oh, man. What, what is the most underrated summertime activity? Oh. Or, va- pardon me, summertime vacation activity and most overrated? I didn't even read it as vacation because I wasn't going to mention vacation. Uh, overrated and underrated summertime activity. Yeah. Okay. You're rubbing your hands. What you got? Yeah. Uh, the most overrated is going to the lake. Yes. 100,000%. Yes. Hmm. Just going to the lake? Going to the lake. As like a family vacation, going to the lake? Not even as a vacation. Just we can, owning a boat and going out and sitting out there for hours on end with beer and yeah. whatever else. What's the Sitting point? there doing nothing. Yeah, I cannot. And sitting in the sun and not moving the boat, not doing oh. anything. You're just parked. You're anchored in the middle of a, a gross lake in the state of Gosh. Kansas. Riley, I know you listen to this podcast, and this could be a call out at you. Now, I can't believe Zach and I you, are on the you same said page the key when it comes there. to this. Doing that at a reservoir is a different experience than doing it at a legitimate lake. No, that's the exact same thing. If you I go don't to wanna, Lake of the Ozarks, it's the exact well, same thing. Lake of the Ozarks are mostly man-made created. Mm-hmm. They're flooded. But going to an actual existing lake, is it? I mean, they're cleaner, they're... They've got a more efficient ecosystem. I will never get in Tuttle Creek. I don't want to put my feet in Tuttle Creek. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a mud basin. It's a dirty, dirty lake. Now, there's some cleaner reservoirs in Kansas, and I know the one the Gateses go to is, which one is that? It's, I don't know. I can't think of it. I can get on maps, but Table Rock frankly, lake, it's not worth the time. Table Rock Lake, Lake of the Ozarks, the exact same thing. Now, Hmm. Our family every year goes there, and we always stay for one Why day do you go too if you long. You hate it so much. Well, it's a great activity for the kids to, you know, we stay at this resort, and all the little kids in the family, all the grandkids. Apparently, go. it's not a good activity if all you do is sit there and drink and do nothing. That sounds like a pretty good activity to me. Going I'm with you, Fitz. I don't need the lake though. Well, that's just the point. Why, why am I going to have to drive four hours through the the hills and the curve to go down there and sit there and then? One day you're out on the lake. It's great. Let's go home. We're there. We're out on the water. Let's go home. Why do we have to stay another day? Do the exact same thing the next day. Get extremely sunburned. And oh yeah, we're gonna do it for a third day. Sunscreen. <clears throat> oh man. There's There's no thing on getting it's, away from if, the troubles that you have in your life and just cracking a cold one open on the water and enjoying yourself. See, that's why you go to the lake. I get don't away think. From stuff. I don't think I need the boat. A boat's fine and fun, but uh, yeah, just give me. A beach house, a lake house, where I can look out over the water and drink a beer and I can go into the air conditioning. I'm more into that. I'm soft. Let's be clear about this. I'm soft. Don't take me somewhere where I can't leave when I get bored. 
which is boating. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've been out here for 30 minutes? I'm bored. Yeah. That's I, I don't have a Wi-Fi signal. I can't play games on my phone. <laughs> What's going on here? So, yeah, I, I would kind of agree, but I don't mind leaving the house to go to another house as long as it's not like I'm a guest at their house. You have the house. Right. I've rented the house. I've Airbnb'd it or it's in the family or something. That's that's cool. Looking out over the I find looking out over water incredibly relaxing. So I think the most overrated summer activity ever for me and I just did it is going to a theme park. Mm, that's a great one too. Mm-hmm. Under or over it? You don't like going to theme parks? No. Oh, I like going to amusement parks. I I'll hate roller coasters. Really? Now, see, back in the day, I liked roller coasters. <clears throat> but uh, World's of Fun scarred me forever. So, well, going to a, a theme park in the summertime is, is tough because it's hot. Everybody's there. Lines are long. The lines. The people. Awful. People uh, watching is the best part. No, not when when that's all you do. You're watching. You're interacting. You're rubbing up against them. You're having to stand in line with someone's bratty children while you wait to get a beer. Why are the children in the beer line? All of these things bother me. All of these things. Water parks are the same way. I can't stand water parks. Oh, yeah, that's another overrated summertime activity is going to the pool. Yeah. What's the point of just sitting there in the sun? Oh, it's so overrated. What? You you get the cool comfort of getting into the water for what? Two minutes and then you're hot again? No. Maybe this is just all because of my whole entire life growing up, I was just playing baseball and so I never had time to do these activities. But those are all overrated. To me, the most underrated activity of all time in the summer is just going to a baseball game, going to a Royals game. That is the most, you can't, there's nothing that replaces it. I would kind of agree. It's my favorite. I like for summertime activity a mon- or Monday Tuesday morning golf round, and you're done by noon in Kansas because it's still cool out. It's not hot. The sun's probably going to be out. You're going to be able to get through pretty quickly because it's a slow time. You know, good time to play some golf. It involves mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm soft, and I'm also an elitist. So one of the favorite things I have to do. Is a Vegas pool with a cabana. I get someone bringing me drinks. I, I can be covered inside. I can go get in the water if I want to swim in people's urine. I can do these things, but I, I don't have to be out and about among. I'm I'm confined. I can be in my my little tent that has a breeze blowing through it and a bucket of beer and maybe a bottle of Citron right there. That. That's heaven for me in the summer. It's good stuff. What about a morning matinee? What do you mean? What is a mo- what? What is a morning? You just said two different things. No, I didn't. A morning like a movie? Yeah. Like you uh, go to the movies at like That's a, a morning showing. That's not a matinee. A matinee is yeah, mid, early to mid afternoon. Uh, no, I don't. Morning know. matinee kind of sounded a little uh, suspicious for it a sounds... second. I'm pretty sure a morning matinee is a term. Oh, let's look that up. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. Morning Matt. I'm going to look it up too. It, it's coming up here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not a thing. It's not all. a thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Sunday morning matinee at the Christian Century. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a church thing. Uh, no. I'm. 
You never went to those movies? I never, I no, I never went to it like a, Maybe just, I don't like daytime movies. I don't. Because I, the few times I've done it, then you walk out and it's still sunlight. And you're like, what the f- The light's what, just killing your what, eyes. What happened here? It was supposed to be dark. We'll do that on like Christmas. Go to, go to an afternoon show. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, anyone got anything else that they like to do in the summertime? I like, guess I'm the only person in the world that enjoys going to the lake. If you're going to go to the lake, it's fine. But jet ski, water ski, tube, mm. don't get on a boat to just drink and do nothing. Like you can go – like don't don't go out on the water unless you're going to do something that requires you to be on the water. Like that that's what I say. That's Cole, fair. Cole, that's I know fair. you're with On me. every Back tropical vacation, <laughs> Becky and I will go out on the sailboat. Like we'll get onto a – like a wine and cheese sail. See, that's that's fun. It's a sailboat. Right. You have to go in the water to be on a sailboat. Boating activities are overrated. You don't need to go on a boat that has a that's a pontoon and drink a couple Bud Lights or some White Claws What's and like, have a good day. Why do I need to be on a boat to watch my little cousin ride a tube when the boat's going ten? 10 miles an hour because they don't want them to fall off the tube. And then the, the kids start crying. Why do I have to be on a boat for three hours while that happens? You know what? To make that activity a lot more fun. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Pelting beers at them off the back. <laughs> Close. Oh, <laughs> Close. Paint guns. <laughs> Your nephew's back there bouncing through the waves and you got to hit him with the paint gun. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on that. All right. I'm Shooting children about. with the paint guns. That is an enjoyable summer activity that is underrated. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but we're, we're done with this podcast. Oh, go do something with your life. Why are you listen to us? It's weird. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.